and welcome to Masculine Mastery, a show dedicated to helping men open their hearts, rise into their greatness, and liberate their most alive, awakened, and authentic selves. My name is Christopher August, and I invite you to join me each week alongside some of today's most respected thought leaders, where we'll be diving deep into a wide range of topics to support the evolution of masculinity and the consciousness of this planet. To all my brothers, to all those listening out there, welcome to another episode of the Masculine Mastery Podcast. My name is Christopher August, and today we have a really wonderful episode, something that is very important to talk about. We're just coming off the back end of Men's Mental Health Month, and Sean and I, in this episode, really dive deep into Watiko, the mind virus. And this is a native term, Watiko is a native term that explains this sort of distortion, this fragmentation of the mind. And oftentimes, specifically as men, we can find ourselves living from this place in which we feel overwhelmed, we feel burnt out, we feel chaotic, we feel confused. And this sort of quote unquote virus has taken over our psyche in a way, and it's been transferred from generation to generation. And it also results in this inner voice, this inner critic that tells us that we're not good enough or we're undeserving of love or we'll never succeed in life and whatever it might be, you know what that voice is for yourself. And so a lot of us men have become trapped in these loops that continue to repeat over and over and over again. And we see a lot of men these days suffering from deep depression, anxiety, uh, which all leads to addiction, um, to other forms of suffering and even suicide. And so this is why we really felt it was important to talk about this, to deep dive into it and what you can actually do to overcome this mind virus that has been infecting uh, men and the rest of humanity for a very long time. So we hope you enjoy this episode. And as we enter into this new year of 2024, it's a beautiful time to reflect on, you know, how this past year has been for you. Maybe you had some challenges, some struggles, maybe you had some amazing wins. You know, what, uh, what transpired for you? Take some time to sit, to meditate, to breathe, to pause and just be in stillness. And we're really excited for 2024. We got some amazing things happening, including a retreat, uh, all-inclusive retreat in Tulum in March, in the beginning of March, from March 6th to March 11th. So if you want more details on that, you can just go to our website at masculinemastery.co. Check that out. And yeah, we're really excited about that and some of the other things we have going on in 2024. So Without further ado, let's dive right in and we will see you guys later. Peace. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Masculine Mastery Podcast. Today, I am joined with my brother, Sean Graves, and we are going to be breaking down Watiko, the mind virus. As we know, it's really rampant in today's society, men that are stuck in addictions. They're stuck in destructive patterns. We all know that suicide rates amongst men are extremely high, and it all comes back to this mind virus where we are essentially tangled in these webs of programming and conditioning, which have brought us to rock bottom. And unfortunately, there's a lot of men that don't have the tools, the practices, the modalities, the resources to get themselves out of it, to untangle themselves from this web and find a place of clarity and connection within themselves. And they're dealing with so many inner demons. And so in spite of uh, Men's Mental Health Awareness Month, we feel that this conversation is really important right now so that men can really bring themselves out of the darkness and into the light and begin living the life that they were born to live. So welcome, brother. Yeah, well said, man. Glad to be here. And I just want to preface with the intention for this conversation for me is to just really bring awareness to this because I think a lot of men maybe haven't heard this term before, or, you know, maybe they've heard different aspects or expressions of it. 
Wetiko is the Native American term for a virus of the mind. It's a psycho-spiritual disease that essentially infects the collective consciousness of humanity. So this is, in other words, like the, the dark side of things. This is, the, this is the dark side of the collective unconscious that we all share together as human beings. And really, this can set in. It, it comes down to it's really centered around identity. And so when we're young and we're developing <clears throat> and we start to get our sense of self, we start to go into more of a, a an ego identification, right? Like I'm Sean. Oh, you're Chris, and I've I'm all of these experiences that I've had, and I'm this this in this way. But really, that identity is not who we are. It's just a result of the experiences that we've had in this lifetime. And when we're operating in our lives from that place that's where the Watiko virus can really get in there and grab hold of people. And it can, it can drag you to the lowest depths of, of the dark places. And this would look like, let's say someone has a, a thought of not being worthy, not deserving, you know, I'm a piece of shit. I'm a loser. I don't deserve to be here. No one likes me. You know how we, we all at different times get pulled down that track. And some of us like, and I've been here before too, and I know you have Chris, it's like that voice becomes so real and we think it's us. And when we identify with that, that's when the Watiko really has us in its grasp. And that's what it feeds off of. It feeds off the fear. It feeds off the self-degradation. It, it feeds off of and relies on us believing that we are a separate self from everything else. It relies on us. Me thinking I'm Sean and all of the things that have happened in my past define me and, and tell the world who I am because only from that place can it, can it strangle us, can it actually grab on because when we're identifying as you know, an infinite soul, a stream of consciousness coming through this body moment to moment, um, then it has, it has nothing to, it has nowhere to land. It has nothing to grab onto. And so that like is a, a really strong medicine for, um, defending ourselves against something like this. So I just wanted to preface with a little bit of, you know, what it is and what it can look like. And then we can, we can dive in further as we go. I think the visual that comes to mind that's very apparent right now, it's almost like, you know, I, I envision this being that is hooked in from its head into this machinery, right? And it's almost like there's these black magic spells being cast into the head of this being, right? And it's like, we're hooked up into this like, like computer system of sorts, right? Where it's just feeding us data and keeping us trapped in a state of fear and all of that. And that can be also, I guess, tied into living in the matrix, right? It's like we are born into this society and yeah, whatever your beliefs are, we can go down this rabbit hole is that, you know, there's been a lot of uh, evil that has sort of played out in the collective sphere. And again, that's that conversation is a whole conversation in itself, but that evil, it's like we're hooked into this web that has been going on generation after generation after generation. And it's up to us to break out out of it. And to mm. once we break out of it, we can begin to see clearly. But if we don't have the community, if we don't have the tools, if we don't have the resources, we're just going to find ourselves continuously stuck in these self-destructive cycles and almost perceive it as, as, as if the devil or this demon is attacking us, right? From the yeah. inside out. And yes, we also have the responsibility through this is to one, just bring the, bring it, this to awareness, right? What is actually going on? And this is why we're having this conversation, bringing awareness around this so that we can break out of it. And that is always the first step is awareness of this. So yeah, that's, mm. that's sort of the visual that comes to mind when I think about the mind virus. Yeah, that, I get a similar one. And you know, the cool thing is <clears throat> this is something that um, transcends 
religions, belief systems. It's not tied to one thing. Every religion has their own name for what this is. You know, like some people refer to it as archons. Christians would say the demons. The natives called it the Wetiko. Um, there, there's different names across the world for this one thing, which is really the expression of evil. And if you look at our planet right now and what's playing out and these horrible atrocities that we're seeing on the news every day and just absolute darkness, right? It's like that to me is the outward representation of Wetiko, of evil playing out, which can only be there when we see other human beings as separate from us. So Paul Levy, whose book I started to read called uh, Undreaming the the Mind Virus of Wetiko, he just lays this out so brilliantly. And this is kind of where I started to like really run with these ideas and, and apply it to my own life and see it playing out for humanity. It's He calls it the me virus. So that's when people are their energy is down in their lower chakras, down the root of self-preservation, selfishness, self-centeredness. When they're just thinking about me, 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 and you're disconnected from everything else. And when you can't see other humans as you, and you think they're separate, and you don't see everything and everyone as God, as the creator, as the universe, then you can do horrible shit to things other outside of yourself because you don't have that connection. You don't, you're outside of that truth. You're in the distortion. So slaughtering a whole group of people, torturing people, doing horrible things, um, that becomes possible when you don't see that other person as another version of you. Mm. And so this is what I believe um, humanity is starting to purge out and it's getting loud and it's getting clear. And we're all sort of, it's on the world stage in a way that it's never been right with this stuff happening in Israel and with Palestine. And what I'm feeling into with this is it's like, it's on the world stage. More people are seeing it than ever. Yes, there's people taking sides and arguing against each other. But also it's like, we're in the technology age. We have phones. We're seeing all different angles of this horrible thing playing out. And I think collectively we're, we're starting to say like, no, we're not doing that. Like we cannot have that. And so to me, it's like the darkness is coming into the light of awareness outwardly. And that's also happening inside of us as well. All of our own darkness is starting to come into the light of our awareness. And that's why, you know, podcasts like this, conversations like this, where we're bringing awareness to this thing are so important because it's just something that can take a back seat. It's something that people can, you know, dismiss or they have religious trauma. So they're like, no, I'm not looking at any of that. And they just try to go on with their lives. And it's like, no, we are all steeped in this process right now. You can't look away. Even if you try, it's happening within you. So I feel like this this conversation is just so important in that way. Yeah. I mean, if there was a sort of evil agenda or a plan, it would be to keep humanity stuck in the root, in survival, in fear, in scarcity, in lack, in doubt, and so forth. It would be to manipulate the sexual center and keep men um, and everybody in this perverted way of living, right? Where, you know, as we see pornography at an all-time high and our you know, just our lower chakras, our lower energy centers being tangled in this web, which really creates an entire internal distortion. And that distortion runs rampant in every aspect of our lives. Firstly, and most importantly with ourselves and our own self-sabotaging behaviors that we exude on a daily basis. And then that leaks out into our relationships, into our work and so forth. And so you can really, when you peel back and you begin to take the 30,000 foot view and you begin to look at it from a higher perspective, you can see it very easily of everything that's going on. It's really not hard to see. And you begin to witness all of the ways in which our energy is being manipulated and distorted through all of these things. And you know what? The one thing that is really important in this conversation, and one thing I want to bring awareness to right off the bat, is that we should never 
be externalizing things from a place of blame in the sense that we are pointing the finger at something else. It's important to bring awareness that yes, there is evil happening right now, but then bringing that back inside because it's our consciousness, which is a projection of this reality that we get to shift. And when we shift our own consciousness, we shift into another parallel version of ourselves and a parallel version of this earth. And I know that's, you know, we've talked about that too, as a teaching from Bashar and I'm very much, we're, we're living in multiple timelines at once and we get to choose that. And as more people choose to shift their consciousness from fear to love, we begin to switch onto higher timelines of being in which we get to co-create a new reality and dream something different in this collective dream. So that's really important that again, bringing awareness to it and then taking personal responsibility, and then shifting ourselves to move into a higher state of consciousness. Yeah, brother. You know, we've come on here in a number of different episodes, right? And we talked about purpose. And we see a lot of men kind of lost in this place of like, I don't know my purpose. I feel disconnected from it. You know, what do I do? How do I contribute to the world? I feel so small. I feel helpless, you know, blah, blah, blah. To me, it's like, look no further. You want to know your purpose? Tell me right now what your darkest demons have been. The thing that brings you to the lowest point, the thing that's caused the most suffering and pain for you in particular. Tell me all of those things. That is your purpose, is to alchemize and transmute those energies within your own, the the garden of your own consciousness. Because if every man is doing that, like you said, that's going to feed into the collective that's pouring light into something something we all share that creates the outer world, right? And if we have enough men saying yes to that mission and doing this inner work and taking this sense of responsibility of like, all right, I'm seeing what's happening in the planet. And actually, I have a role in it. I have a role in it and I'm playing a part. I'm, I'm complicit in it by ignoring my shadows and ignoring my own inner darkness because the outer world is just showing me all the unresolved things within myself. You know, if I have a lot of internal conflict, which many of us do, no shit you're going to see out outward conflict in the world because it's just showing us ourselves. And as you said, the world is a mirror. These are these are principles and rules of of the game that we have to know that we're playing. And if you don't, you're going to get caught in the little me. I'm, I'm, I don't feel like I'm connected or a part of any of this. And it's all about me and my problems. And you don't feel, you don't give a shit about what's happening in the rest of the world. I know that super well. I was in that for a long time. And it's okay if you find yourself in that. But we're at a point now where um, we got we to gotta come out of it. It's like, a, it's like a hypnotic spell that all of humanity has been under for thousands of years. And, and this time has been prophesized by many different cultures. It's, you know, the the eagle and the condor prophecy. It's it's the golden era in the Hindu tradition. It's uh it's the time where uh, Rudolf Steiner, if anyone's heard of him, brilliant, one of the most brilliant men of our time. He said that um this was the point where uh the second coming of Christ was going to occur, but not as one individual man, as all of us in the collective of humanity. It was going to manifest that way through all of us rather than just one man. So we're, we're in that right now, right? And we're at the transition point of that. So it's like the highest conflict, the most separation and division. And if we can just keep shouting this message from the rooftops and helping men to understand what we're dealing with and how they can help with this, how they can play a very valuable, pivotal role in how this is all playing out, um, we're going to, we're going to see things change very quickly for the better. And we're going to have a more graceful purge where it doesn't have to be this, like, I mean, it always is right. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if there's around. a graceful purge. <laughs> <laughs> right. When I said it, I was like, I don't think there is that. <laughs> I, but I will say, um, after purging so many times, you know, like in plant medicine journeys, I have gotten to a graceful purge place because when I first started doing, having those experiences, when I would purge, I would resist it so much. I'd be like, no, I hate this feeling. I'm not doing it. And I would hold it in 
And now when that happens, I surrender to it and I let everything come out that needs to come out. And I'm, I'm saying, thank you. Thank you. Thank you over and over and over again, which I laugh at because I'm like, I hated this feeling my entire life of throwing up. I hated it. And I would tell my body that's not okay. And now as a, as a grown man, I'm like, yes, get it out. Whatever needs to come out, get it out. So it's like, can we metaphorically through that story I just shared, like, can we start to um, encounter our own darkness, demons, things bring us suffering from a place of, of gratitude, from a place of like, thank you for coming into my awareness so I can actually fucking see you, you know? Well, and that's the higher, you know, that, that's what it all comes down to because it, they, we're, we're playing the game of life here, you know, in the game of life, there's duality, there's lightness, there's light and dark, right? And each of us, we came here to learn through both the light as well as the dark and the dark is the catalyst into the light. So you can't have one without the other. And so as long as we exist within this third a dimensional reality, that is going to be the case. And it's our opportunity again, to embrace the darkness and know that it's not just outside of ourselves. It's very much within ourselves. And the more we go into that and the more that we choose that we are not only healing our own ancestral generational trauma, but we are also doing it on the, on behalf of the collective. So Overall, if you'd want a purpose, this would be it is to actually do this work because it is the greatest impact that you could possibly have on the human collective. Yet it's not easy, right? And so it's going to be very difficult if you are in a place of resistance or if you're in a place of control and you don't want to let go or surrender into the process, everything is going to be very difficult. But yes, just I know we laughed earlier about the graceful purge, but it it can be easy. And the more you purge, the more you let go, the easier it actually does become to fully allow yourself to lean into what it is you've been holding on to and what humanity has been holding on to. And again, this work is is for the true spiritual warriors. It is for the ones that came here to say, you know what? Enough is enough. I'm ready to shift into a higher way of living and leading. I'm ready to shift into a more meaningful, authentic, and purposeful existence. And so if you choose that path, know that you're going to be faced with a lot of stuff that may be uncomfortable, but it all is worth it in the end. Because again, you are doing this not only for yourself, but for those around you. Yeah, I'm glad you said that, man. Because that's the thing that can make men run back to the old way. Because when you start shining your light and you start doing the healing and you start looking within, uh, the darkness runs towards you like you might you may feel like you're even getting attacked you know through your relationships through things happening in the outside world that it seems like it's all coming down on you that's part of the process like your light will attract that so just know that going in because so much of this is you know how are we judging the things that are happening and that dictates so much of the type of experience that we're having and, um, yeah, it's like, that's kind of the, the structure of things, right? Where you alchemize your most difficult challenges and the things internally, like for me, I, I wanted to give some examples here too, so people can like really understand this. Um, for me, it was, I had crippling insecurity for most of my life and I had a ridiculously ugly, um, degrading, diabolical <laughs> inner narrative. Like it used to just rip me down constantly. And I thought of myself as so small and so weak and so powerless and pathetic and all the things ugly, all the, uh, just whatever horrible thing you could say to yourself. I just got used to doing that. And as I've done, gone walked on this path and moved forward in my life and, and started to grow more and more spiritually and, and more resonating with truth. Um, 
I recognized that inner voice was never me. That was a program. That was with Tico. That was uh, an aspect, again, within our collective psyche that wants us and needs us to identify with it. And it's the false self, right? That's me outside of the knowing of, oh yeah, I'm divine spirit. I'm an aspect of consciousness. I'm an aspect of creation. You know, I am the universe experiencing itself. I don't have labels. I don't, uh, here I am right now. I don't have any labels. I'm not what happened yesterday or the day before. Everything's being created right now. And we're either letting it, that happen from the past or from a conscious place of what we're choosing. And so I started to go through that where when the Watiko voice would come inside of my, my, my mind, that, that narrative voice, I could start to recognize like, oh, that's not me. That never was me. And then I could immediately go to steer my thoughts towards uh, truth, who I am, anchor myself back to my center. And this is a really important process internally that we really all got to start doing like there's, you have to have vigilance. You have to like pay attention to see when you're under the influence of Watiko. And I, and I like that we're doing this episode to give it a name. It's, it's so helpful to give it a name, right? Like the other day I was just going for a walk and I started having like self-worth stuff come through and, and a lot of doubt and my body was feeling it in the nervous system because your body's trying to communicate that your belief is out of alignment with truth. And I was like, wow, I was just for the last like five minutes fully submerged in Watiko. And then I laughed about it and I pulled myself out and I came back to myself again. I was like, whoo, that can be really sneaky. That can just like really grab you. And I've had that happen with like stuff with money because as we've talked about before in here, poverty consciousness is one of the easiest and best ways that Watiko just jumps in there and just grabs you. And it's like, I gotcha. Look at, yes, look at the world. There's so much lack. You don't have enough. You aren't enough. Look at that. See? And then when people let that happen, your perception gets filtered. And when you look out here, you just get more of it. It's a, it's a, a, a reinforcing loop that it gets you on. And then it, and it's like, see, look at all the evidence for that, for the lack. And that's where people get fucked. That's where people shoot themselves in the foot because it looks real, but they don't realize their perceptions being distorted by this virus of the mind, by this parasite, essentially. So, um, it's, it's really something that we, we got to be very vigilant of and super aware of day to day. Yeah. Yeah, it takes a lot of awareness. Again, it's really everything comes back down to knowing thyself. And when you know thyself and when you begin to tap into the greater aspects of your being, right? And this is what's on the other side of all of this. It's like we begin to reveal who we truly are, right? Because we're born as these divine God beings. And we very much lose that within the first few years of our life, living within this sort of matrix. And with all of the programming and conditioning that we endure, depending upon, you know, the family we're raised in, that's obviously is a huge factor, the direct people we're in contact with. But then again, of course, society, you know, you can't avoid what's actually happening around you on every single level. And so we endure all of this. And so essentially all of this process that we're talking about, it's a grand unlearning process. And we're, if we want to, that's probably a really good way to describe this and to look at it is that we're actually not taking in more, we're taking out, we're subtracting and we're peeling back and we're letting go and we're surrendering and we're giving back to the eternal fire of creation. And we're putting all of that into the fire, allowing it to be burned, to be transmuted, to be alchemized into something new. So it's a stripping away process. And when we can look at it like that, it makes it a little bit easier to wrap our minds around is that we're not really adding much. That's what, that's what our culture wants us to do is we want to consume and add. And that also, it just basically, it's almost like I guess the first analogy that comes to mind is like a hoarder, right? If you walk into somebody's house, it's a hoarder. They got shit everywhere. They got magazines from 1950. They got cat shit everywhere, you know, whatever. They haven't cleaned in years. There's boxes, there's clutter, there's everything. And 
that hoarding mentality is actually very, it runs rampant amongst the collective. And we're actually hoarding within our minds. We're hoarding all of this stuff. And it's like, no, we we do not need to consume more. We need to let go of more. And through that process, we we begin to feel more clear, light, and free within our being that then opens ourselves up and opens our channels to receive the higher guidance and information that comes from our own intuitive faculties. And those are what we're being invited to open those channels fully so that we can hear the real voice that's trying to come through, which is the voice of our soul. And that's this entire process that we have to go through and journey we have to go through. And the more we lighten our load, the more that voice, that voice becomes clear. Yes. I just had a question for you, and I'm just curious. Would you be open to sharing some of the the ways that you've seen Watiko manifest in your experience in ways that like it's pulled you down into the darkness and had its way with you, just to add some context for guys? Yeah, I would say like the biggest thing um in the ways that it's shown up for me has been through different variations and forms of doubt of self doubt, as you spoke to before, uh, doubting my path, doubting myself, um, feeling just, uh, yeah, I think there's been different times in my life in which I've felt sort of misunderstood or inadequate. Um, it's definitely shown up in the survival senses around money. Um, you know, that one has been being cleared for a long time and yeah, I've, I'm finally after many years, finally feeling on the other side of that. Um, but that's been a strong one in which I've just woken up in panic or an anxiety, you know, around, you know, my survival and my way of living and all of that. And, you know, that, that's something that, you know, somebody once said that money is the last spiritual frontier for us to conquer and to move through. And I I found that to be very resonant because money is a beautiful teacher, but the way that it's been used has been distorted in the way that we've been programmed to um, basically treat it like it's God and to become a servant of it. And actually that's the complete manipulation of it because money's neutral. It's just an energy. And so when we begin to um, look at it from a spiritual context, we look at it as giving and receiving. We look at it as flowing. It's currency. It's moving like the waves in the ocean and allowing it to flow and being applied to um, perhaps ways of supporting others through humanitarian ways, through, um, creative endeavors, um, you know, on, on what's essential in our lives and beginning to steward it in a way that actually works for us and not against us. And so it's a grand teaching within itself, but I would say that's definitely been the biggest one for me in the way that virus is, uh, has taken place. Yeah. And isn't it wild to, you know, as you said, to be on the other side of it where you just, your perspective is so different and you're like, how did I get caught in that for so long in that way? And really that it boils down to, you know, and there's so many different teachings and people saying this right now, like I'm seeing YouTube explode with different channels of people saying the same similar thing, which is like, when you're so disconnected from your source, which we've talked about on here before, um, then you are playing on the devil's playground. You're caught in the world of materialism where you, you believe all of that's true and you totally forget who you are and you are a powerless victim when you're in that place. Like there's really not much you can do. You're just going to tumble in a, in a circle of trauma loops. And there's so much, there's so much beauty to this too, because it's like, I, I said this on a post the other day, but most of the darkness that we're facing within ourselves, like our own internal battles, are unresolved aspects of our ancestors, the, you know, our great grandparents, the ones before them, and it's just gone down the line, the trauma, the abuse, and it's landed on our laps, and then it played out in our lives in a unique way based on our family upbringing and our environment and all that. 
but it's really the same thing. And so it's like, it's manifesting itself again through our generation. And of course, you know, we're children, we're teenagers, we don't know this stuff. But now I think as men, as adults, we're in this really unique um, epic of time in humanity where we're really called to do this. We, cause we have the space to do it. And, um, you know, I, when I look at it, I'm like, there's the only reason you wouldn't is because you're choosing to remain ignorant, right? Like when you can, if you're, if you're in a place right now where you, you do feel disconnected from a sense of purpose and you hear this and you're like, ah, oh, that's not really a big deal. Like whatever. That's not, I don't prioritize that. Like, hello, Watiko. That's exactly what Watiko is. It does not want you to do that. It does not. It wants you to think exactly that. Like, ah, it's not, I don't need to do that. It's not important. Like I got other things going on. You could not have more of a spotlight on what we're talking about when that voice goes on in your mind and you think that's you. Because this is the most important thing there is. This is evolution. This is, uh, this is transforming our entire planet. This is a- allowing a possibility of peace on earth to occur down the line. This is a possibility for all of us to together co-create this movie, this life on earth where people are fucking happy. People are following their passions. People are following their excitement. You walk down the street and it just, people are just oozing with good energy and everyone's greeting each other. Everyone's like filled with sunshine type energy and and everyone's um, in that place where the scales are at least even, if not more tipped towards the positive for once, because the scales have been dramatically skewed the other way, where it's sadness, depression, grief, anxiety, all the things, the low vibrational things, guilt, shame, have been um, weighing people down for so long. And, and now we're starting to tip the scale. And every person that says yes to this is a participant in getting the scale back to to balance. And, and this is why, you know, the spaces and men's work and it's like, it's not a choice anymore. It's, it's front and center. Maybe people weren't as aware of it, but like you, even if you hear this, it's like, oh yeah, it's go time. And you have to ask yourself, why wouldn't I? And when you can zoom out of little me and my own shit I've been dealing with, and you can recognize you're contributing to, to the whole, you're making a beautiful, worthy, incredible contribution to the whole by saying yes to this path. And we're not meant to do it alone. We do need support. We can't see a lot of these things. They can be very sneaky and unconscious. And um, that's why life is like, all right, y'all get together, be in spaces with each other where you can get real, open, honest, authentic, so that shit can't be hidden anymore. Because it can only survive when it's when it's hidden. The shadows can only be there when they're hidden. So, yeah, I just I really wanted to say that because um, we're it's almost like and I, it's not even me saying it. It's just life. It's like we got it's it's our time to heed the call. It's almost like um, you know during times of great wars when when the young men it's like grab your shield and your spear. Someone's invading, like. That's what's happening in in an aspect of consciousness, not so much physical, but um, a, a spiritual dark versus light battle that's playing out in the collective unconscious. Yeah. Well, and it's 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 a way for us to grasp everything as well. And I think you know, I know myself. You get excited by the narrative of you know grabbing that sword and and slaying the demons and and moving into a different way of living and a different aspect of ourselves. And, you know, I mean, my thirst, your thirst for um, self-discovery and and self-realization and self-mastery, you know, is why we do this. And I know there's a lot of other people out there listening to this conversation that also is in that same way, but maybe doesn't have the spaces or the opportunities or the tools uh, right now that they're they know of to be able to begin to move in that direction. And that's why, you know, I think one of the most important things for us and what we're creating in Masculine Mastery is to create spaces to have deeper conversations about these things, not only this podcast, but also opportunities like retreats and workshops and 
all that sort of stuff for men to detangle the webs here and to begin to come into their true and most authentic self and live from that place and serve from that place and love from that place and all of that. And I think that's the greatest gift that we can give ourselves and give those around us. And uh, yeah, just really excited for all of the men that say yes to this path and are ready to really begin to yeah, move into another way of life, a new direction. Yeah. And I, and I wanted to bring up a point that you mentioned earlier. It's like, as men, we are so susceptible to this virus, to the outer control systems through our, our lower chakras, through our, specifically our root chakra, which is, you know, our, our sexual energy. And this is why the porn industry is free and it's worth probably trillions of dollars, I would say at this point. It hooks us in our lower center. It keeps our awareness and attention there. It holds our energy there so it can't come up to the heart place where you that's where you recognize the oneness with everything. That's where you see all other beings as you, as God, as universe, as source. And it that's why so much money and so much of the structure that's been built like Sodom and Gomorrah, it's like, what can we do to keep life be, be this carnival of entertainment that keeps men just constantly um, looping in sexual thoughts and, and lust and um, disconnected from their true self? Because if they were connected, they would see what's happening and they'd be like, fuck that. And they would they would be in a place of sovereignty and there would be nothing that could grab hold of them anymore. But you know, I'm saying this as if it's easy. It's so fucking challenging because it's everywhere. It's everywhere that we look. And it really takes like an initiation, like for real. I'm talking have a point where for maybe for the first time in your life, you go, I'm not going to ejaculate for 40 days uh, and hold that energy in and see what that does. See what that does. I'm going to, as you said earlier too, Chris, which is a great point, the, being a consumer, I'm going to stop consuming so much and at the very least, I'm just going to stop consuming, but maybe I'll stop consuming and start creating, start creating or expressing myself in a way that allows the, the unique frequency that I am, that you are to be displayed in the world where it's like, Hey, this is who I am. And then everyone's like, wow, that's really cool. Like I want to see more of that, whether that's art, music, speaking, um, you know, in your, the way that you set up your garden, like the way you decorate your home, whatever that is that expresses your unique energy that you were created as, because that creative energy, like if we start to own it and not give it away to these outer systems, that's going to change everything. Men, men have this opportunity to be so fucking powerful. And, and I'll speak from my own experience. Like I had to be very honest with myself recently um, I saw this term on Instagram and it was called, he was calling men, certain men flow boys. <laughs> and it's like, it's like the more spiritually inclined men who are just very passive and very like go with the flow, not like direct and just like, yeah, man, we'll see what happens. And I was like, fuck, I was in that for a long time. I was a flow boy. Holy shit. <laughs> a flow boy that just let my sexual energy leak and let myself get pulled all over the place, but also call myself spiritual and say that I had all this awareness and I had the wisdom. And it was like, no, no, it was not embodied. It was not integrated. And it was, it hurt to admit that for myself, but I had to be super honest and be like, that was me. Holy shit. And in this reclaiming of the the divine masculine, let's say, it's like I'm taking my power back and that means no watching porn. That means no letting lust energies take over my existence and steer my attention away from what's important. That means, you know, maybe changing my diet a little bit, moving my body in a new way to initiate myself out of the old self that was stuck in the little me self-preservation place to then start the liberation process because you liberated is the unknown. It's not something you've, you've known yourself to be before. It's a pra it's a literally a gradual practice of, of unfolding the flower of, of you. And, um, it requires you to do pretty much everything differently. 
not you don't want to do it all at once because then you'll over, overwhelm yourself and run back to what you had because it's just too much. Start slow. What can you do today to start to claim that power back? And and where are you leaking your energy that's draining your life force and making you feel depleted? Start there. Start to bring it back and say, I'm not going to do these things anymore. That's not who I am and who I want to be, who I choose to be as a man. I choose to contribute to what's happening on the planet and be somebody that steps up and becomes a really powerful version of myself because that's what we need. That's what we really need right now. So um, I just wanted to yeah, highlight my own story around that because it's going to take radical self-honesty. It's going to take looking at yourself in the mirror and be like, who have I been? And, and there was no shame when I did that. There was no shame or guilt. It, it, it hurt in my body. I was like, oh, it sucks to see some of these things at times that you couldn't see before. But mostly it was like, all right, man, I, that was me trapped in an unconscious place. And now, now I'm back home to myself. And now I can make decisions from there. Mm. Yeah. And then, you know what, when you're in that place of clarity where you can make decisions from your heart and your soul, like that, that in itself just changes your life on a whole nother level. And, you know, that's, that's what we're all striving for is to be in that place where we are not letting ourselves succumb to these other energies. And, and yeah, we'll fuck up from time to time. We'll slip back into old patterns and old fears will pop up because there's layers to the game, right? There's layers to the fears. There's layers to all of the things that we experience. And sometimes we have to look at it from multiple angles. It's like the prism, right? We have to see the same thing, but from multiple angles. Oh yeah, I've I've cleared this. Oh no, it pops up again, right? And so yeah, I want somebody listening to this not be surprised if you're doing this work and you feel like maybe sometimes you're taking two steps back if something else is popping up again. That's okay. It's just that it's it's coming here to test you on a different level. And so when we peel things back, it's going to yeah, we're going to be challenged in in multiple facets and multiple ways. It's it's an extremely multidimensional experience. So nonetheless, like yeah, there's uh as I was alluding to before and speaking to, you know, we have um some really cool things that we're creating uh that, you know, and just a good segue here just to to share with men that are listening to this that want to want a space, want a safe and supportive space with other men. Um we are creating some amazing opportunities. Uh we do have a retreat coming up in February in Tulum, which is going to be amazing called Soul Quest. And this is a five night experience uh, in Tulum in Mexico, which is a beautiful area, but also a very, very powerful portal and a very powerful energetic place. And so, you know, bringing men together in these spaces where we can all do this healing and we can have fun and, and really come together in brotherhood, you know, that's so, so important right now if we want to really go beyond this mind virus that has affected all of us on many different levels. It really requires all of us coming together and doing this work in community, in brotherhood. So there's more details on that. You can find them in the show notes, find the link. And yeah, we hope that you can join us either in Tulum or one of our other retreats, but this is going to be a very special experience. Yeah. And just to piggyback off that, you know, I see 2024 as a really pivotal year with everything. And, you know, for us here at, at Masculine Mastery, we can feel it. We can feel it. There's like a, there's an urgency. There's uh, this, this innate knowing of like, all right, let's get together. Let's in the flesh, in person energy. So our energies can all be felt together where, um, we can we can go through this process and we can open up and we can make because when we come together too our our energies are just so amplified and the healing aspects of things just make it it's so much more potent and i love that it's a combination of you know i i always want to say this cuz i think men still there's a little bit of a stigma right of oh men's work is like heavy trauma stuff and you know, screaming and releasing emotions and talking about our feelings. And it's like, that's one aspect of it. The other aspect is like fucking laughing your ass off, sharing stories by the fire, expressing yourself, doing challenging things together, 
going on deep self-exploration together and going through that challenge with your brothers alongside of you, the camaraderie that you feel is just, it's like nothing else. Like that's what hooked me in when I, yeah. cause I, I went in as the judgmental Northeastern dude. I was like, what is this? I don't know. And then I was like, holy shit. <laughs> okay. It made me see how actually like, um, weak and I guess like little, little boyish or adolescent that I was still stuck in. I was like, wow, I'm really operating as like a teenager in this adult human body, <laughs> truly. And, and so it was these spaces that I was like, wow, I can actually meet myself here with all these guys doing the same thing. And we believe in that medicine more than anything else, which is the only reason that we're doing this. So would love to uh, have you guys join us. They're, these are going to be very powerful experiences. They're going to be ones you remember for the rest of your life, truly. And, and we're designing them this way because we know that it's time for us to dive into this process. And um, if you feel any f- form of resistance to it, amazing. You should. This should uh, scare that false identity that the Watikos maybe had influence over you in. When you start to even say, say yes to the idea of like, I might go on this retreat, just watch how much doubt and fear tries to come into your experience and pull you away from that guaranteed like yeah there'll be excitement but then even as like you get closer to the date that part pops up and it's like oh no try to find some excuse to not do it Wachiko, trying to keep you anchored in what's been in the old identity that's not you so i just wanted to preface that and really at the end of the day there is a big cosmic joke it's like these Wachiko, the devil demons um they're actually all here to show us who we are they're all just playing a role they're here to uh, give us the contrast that we need to understand love, to understand the experience of being a human and um, yeah, have this experience that's like a playground for the soul, you know, and we can't forget that. And we've been under a hypnosis where we did forget that for a long time and now we're starting to break free from that. So um, very exciting time to be alive for sure. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah, brothers. Well, you heard the call. We're going to keep putting the call out there for the men that want to join us on this amazing experience and other experiences that we have. And um, if you need more info, again, find it in the show notes. And you can always reach out to us. Find us on Instagram at masculine.mastery. Hello at masculinemastery.co. And uh, we look forward to dropping in with you soon. Peace. Peace.